It's time to shut up and listen with your host, Jamila Bannister and Carla Johnson, the podcast where we get real about marketing, personal branding, and life as an entrepreneur. Carla, you ready? I'm ready. It's time to shut up and listen. Let's go. Hello, 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 and welcome to another week here on Shut Up and Listen. Carla, how are you? Welcome to another week. (laughs) I swear, you and this singing voice, I swear. I mean, it sounds good, but oh gosh, it's always make me laugh. I am fabulous. (laughs) You see my new hairdo and all of that. I'm fabulous. I do. Fabulously. (laughs) I do see a new hairdo looking fly as ever. Looking flying, feeling good. Well, um, well, today was, it's been a long day. Oh and, God, um, it's been a long week, actually. It's been a long yeah. week. A lot has happened. Um, Cicely Tyson passed away. Yes, rest in peace. Larry King passed away. I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm dealing with that. Singing Sandra. For yes. those who don't know, that is like one of our major cultural icons. Um, yes. Queen, they call her the mother oh yes so she passed away it's a lot happened this week guys a lot yes we said goodbye to a few people yeah rest in power as they say rest in power and um we are also saying hello to a few new things this week new podcast new episode and new opportunities i'm just looking forward to um doing new things you know they're being new things and i hope you guys are having a great week so far so in our last episode we spoke with pauline joseph and i hope you guys caught that because that That was was a a really 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 good episode that was a fabulous episode i'm so happy that we decided to bring guests on to shut up and listen giving us an opportunity to shut up and listen yes the people who know what they're talking about and if you guys missed that episode you definitely need to check it out it was fabulous Yes, for sure. Go and check it out. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Brendan Best. Um, oh, Brendan actually reached out to me on, um, I think it was on Facebook. And he listened to, I believe it was episode three, where we talked about qualifying your clients. Yes, I remember. He said it was so good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, and you know, <laughs> he talked there was a, there was some part where he talked about having a toothache and um he's like yes oh my god i can relate so much to this um the types of clients who have having toothaches because i have a toothache right now and i need to see a dentist <laughs> and i desperately need to see a dentist I, brandon i don't know if i was supposed to put that out there but i hope you saw the dentist and i'm glad that you understood what i meant <laughs> by having people who really need your service don't waste your time on anybody else yeah you know Anyway, so let's move on. That was a quick house, housekeeping for this week. Let's move on to this week. We're going to have another juicy topic this week. Something that really came up um, as a result of experiences I've had in the past, Carla, as well. Right? And it happened again recently, and I felt it was important for us to talk about this um, in the context of people really spending their money mm-hmm. and then looking for uh, a result but really not subjecting themselves to um, learning 
Yeah, to the process um, even, even to the process, just surrendering to the process and allowing yourself to be moved through the journey to success. Too many oh, people surrender. Are, yeah, I surrender, baby. Fighting, and we don't know why. Why are they fighting? Let's just, you know, let this thing run smoothly. Because at the end of the day, we all want to reach the same destination, right? We all want to climb that ladder to success. Yeah. And one of the topics we're going to talk about today is one of the ways that you really should be able to adopt, one of the things you should adopt, right, as you move through success. And that is being coachable. Coachable. Yeah. Yeah, being coachable. It may sound simple, but there are a lot of layers to this thing. It's yeah. kind of like an onion. There are layers to this thing. Yeah. And um, so we're going to peel back some of the layers today and talk about, you know, how do you even know if you're coachable or not? Sometimes yeah. people may think that they are like, oh my gosh, I, I'm the perfect person. I so need help. But when they get help, they just make a mess of it. You know, how yeah. do you know if you're coachable or not? Um, how do you know... Um, what it means to be coachable, you know, and what are some of the signs you should be looking for uh, to determine whether or not you are ready to accept a coach in your life to help yeah. you with whatever you need help with. So let's get started, Carla. <laughs> so let's just take one step backwards before we get into the whole being coachable thing, right? Let's take one step backwards and look at what it means to not just you know, have a coach in your life, but like, what does it entail, right? Mm -hmm. So just before we came on, we tried to look up the definition of what a coach is. And really and truly what a coach really does is walk you through the process and helps you to figure out what you need to do in order to reach your goals, right? Sounds very simple. But as I mentioned before, a few of us are fighting. I would not call it a good fight. We're fighting because we're just so stuck in our ways so mm -hmm. even though we say oh my god i need a coach as jamila just mentioned when a coach actually comes into your life you not you're not quite sure how to handle it how to deal with it you're not quite sure um you know how to handle someone telling you what to do is that is that it, is that the term what to do or what you should be doing what you should be doing that's the term. what you should be doing so Let's talk a little bit about why you need a coach in your life. Let's talk about that. Many of us need help, right? We're not an island unto ourselves. You know, I am very good at marketing, but hands of God, technology is not my thing, right? So I, <laughs> I need an IT person, right? And then there's someone out there that's going to need marketing or branding or so. But we all need a coach because there are things that will be in our way on our journey that we just couldn't see. Our eyes are not tuned in, our ears are not tuned in, and they are empowered with that kind of knowledge and experience so they can see what we can't see, what would block us from reaching our path. And one of the main reasons you need a coach is for those extra eyes and ears to help you reach your goals. What are the things that may or may not, uh, sorry, what are the things that may keep you from reaching your goals and what are the things that you might be doing to prevent yourself from reaching that goals it could be some sort of self-sabotaging type um, um behavior that you might be ex um, exhibiting that you're not even so sure or you you don't even know that it is that that's what you're doing and that's one of the main reasons you need a coach at least from my point of view what do you say Jamila? 
well, I couldn't agree more. And um, for persons who need a coach, oftentimes they don't recognize that they do because they're so stuck in their ways, as you said before. Yeah. And they may be going around in a circle over and over again. But if anybody tries to offer them help, they insist that they know what they're doing and they insist that they are fine while they are literally crumbling before your eyes and they're looking at themselves like falling away from all forms of reality but they continue to go on so somebody who was who is coachable at the core of it is somebody who is malleable somebody who is willing to bend but you know and we don't want you to break we just want you to bend and to be shaped in a new way so that you can actually fit into a new space so mm -hmm. if you are uh, a square peg you know and you have to fit into a round hole you have to be able to make yourself malleable enough to be round because perhaps your square solution is not suitable for the round space that you're in and that's okay um you have to understand that that is not an indictment on your intelligence because a lot of people take it as an indictment on their intelligence you know i know i've asked myself why can't you i mean you're so smart why can't you figure this out like why can't you figure this out and sometimes for a lot of people it is them coming to terms with themselves but ultimately as somebody who is coachable um show things to you so we are going to go through um about five different ways that you'll know whether or not you are ready to ready to accept the support from a coach because that's something that you have to be mentally ready for right yeah. if you are not in a place to accept a coach you will, it will not work. You will spend your money, you will pay them and you will frustrate the coach and then the coach will frustrate you and both and nothing will get done, right? Nothing will be done. So it's important that you are ready to accept that person and that help and support. Um, uh, and in between, I'll give you a couple of stories with people. Oh yeah, we who have stories. Who like, we have stories. Man, yeah, man. <laughs> like, okay, so one quick one. There was this one person I was trying to help. I know this person, I, I think this person is a good person. I think they are um, fundamentally, they want the best for their business. But at the time they were engaging me, unbeknownst to me, and I only know this now in hindsight, that they were in no mental place to take on any kind of support because they had so many things going on in their lives. And they, they knew they wanted success in their business, but they, they were juggling so many things and including personal things that really was affecting other things. It was affecting the ability to make decisions um, that it never really worked out, mm -hmm. you know? And even though I am still, um, I'm still on good terms with this person, they actually moved on to somebody else and all the advice I had given them, all the things that they were afraid to do when I spoke to them, they spoke to somebody else and that other person it worked out for them and I'm seeing them doing all the things I suggested and, and I'm like you know what good for you because you weren't ready when, when I was around and I, I genuinely feel happy that they actually um took the advice and stopped being scared of um being seen or being visible in public and you know making a video oh my god I can't do that like it's it's scary that's I guess that's no, no longer the case because this person is doing rather well so sometimes you're just not in a place for that to happen and as a coach sometimes you just have to not take that personally either you know yeah. let that go and 
um, be happy for people. It, it bodes better for your psyche. It bodes better for the relationship. Some people aren't just aren't meant to be <laughs> your your customers. And that yeah. you, I mean, you you raised two very interesting points there. First of all, we talked. You you mentioned not being a good fit, right? When you are engaging a coach, you need to make sure that you guys are the right fit in terms of personality, values, and everything. Because sometimes, as Jamila quite rightly said, you have two people telling you the exact same thing. And so for some reason, it resonates with one person and doesn't resonate with the other. And at the end of the day, you need to be able to move forward. And if that means that, unfortunately, Jamila is not the coach for you in this instance and somebody else is, then it's okay, right? And it's okay to, to, to be okay with that. It just is what it is. And then the second interesting point you raised is not being ready. As you mentioned before, she had so many different things that she was dealing with and personal and all of these different things. And sometimes you really need your help, but you're just not ready to accept it because there's too many things going on in the background. And when you have a coach and you're ready to move forward to success, you have to be able to let go of all of these things that will be holding you back in order to achieve that success. And if you're not ready to let go of it, then you're not ready for a coach and that's okay too. And whenever you yeah. get ready, the right one will find you. Yes, that is correct. That is correct. <laughs> so, all right. So right now we are going to, well, I have a few notes because I think it was really important to prepare for this particular one. A few notes, a few notes where we're going to talk about when you are not ready for a coach versus when you are ready for a coach. Yeah. Right? So Carla, are you ready for the lightning round of versus? This is our I'm, version of versus. Oh my God, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Okay. Ready. <laughs> so the first, one of the first signs um, of somebody who is not coachable versus somebody who is, so a non-coachable person is somebody who tends to avoid feedback because they don't want to hear anything negative. They don't want to hear anything that may be, um, that may, in their mind, be interpreted as an indictment on their intelligence or their yep. performance. They just can't take it. Versus um, somebody who welcomes feedback, somebody who is interested in getting um, in getting the feedback from a coach. Tell me why I went wrong. Tell me how I could improve. Yes, yes Carla, you have, have you ever had any experiences with anybody like that? Listen, feedback is important when it comes to building your business. Because as I mentioned initially, you don't know everything. There's a lot there's a lot that goes on yeah. that you are not familiar with or you're not aware of that can potentially stand in your way. And you need that feedback, whether it's positive or negative, in order to help you go on the right path. So yes, those people who are afraid of feedback or take it very personally, right? That's something that you need to work on. No one is bashing. I mean, there are the haters, but we hate them. They're stupid. But overall... <laughs> Overall, if somebody's giving you feedback, both positive and negative, take the positive and run with it, yes. But the negative, indeed, also take it and figure out how can I improve? Because that could be the difference between success and failure for your business. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was good. What's the next one? Yeah. Well, before we jump into the next one, I just want to add to something you said there in terms of negative it's interesting, and it's also interesting the way we view 
how should I say, unpleasant feedback, right? Yeah. Because every bit of feedback isn't going to be pleasant. I know I've sat in the seat of the person receiving feedback and sometimes you feel as though somebody just ripped all your work apart. It yeah. feels like, it literally feels like a bunch of stings on your skin from a bee or from some other <laughs> insect. And you, know, you, just, you just feel it all over your body. Like, oh my gosh, it's so uncomfortable, right? But we have to get to a place where we don't necessarily interpret unpleasant feedback as negative but interpret it as something that is supposed to help propel us to the future so in the moment it may feel uncomfortable in the moment it wouldn't be pleasant but ultimately it's not a negative thing so to speak mm. um, it really is designed to, ha- to help you get the best outcome ever the way you perceive that is what may it negative something negative or have a negative impact in your life if you receive that as something like you know this person is just jealous or they're a hater or whatever the case may be by the way if you're paying a coach and they're a hater or they're jealous please get rid of that person please but do. we've had but, that experience please yes. <laughs> <laughs> we've had that experience my god right um but if you have somebody who of course is a professional knows what they're doing and they want the best for you um don't take offense to things don't be so quick to get your feathers ruffled you know you have to grow a thick skin because out there uh when when you when you expose yourself to the general public nobody's making any apologies they're going to tell you that what you're doing is um you know yeah and and they are not going to use it's excrement exactly as it is so exactly right they will say it's excrement they're not going to like sugarcoat it Mm -hmm. and they're not going to apologize for it either Mm -hmm. so i think you better take the feedback internally and fix it before you go out there rather than wait until the order to be berated i'm just saying (laughs) it's a smarter it's a smarter move to make right it's a much smarter move to make right so verses number two verses number two all right, so the first part of the verses is you think you can get everything you need from reading free content. Oh my God. That, Tell me what is wrong with this, Carla. I'm going to let you have this one. Tell me what is wrong with this. That cuts like a knife. You all don't <laughs> understand. People, okay, so people need to understand that at some point you need to graduate from Freebie University. Free can only get you so far. And yes, there's a lot of great free content out there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Jamila and I, we give out a lot of great content. But free is not going to move the needle for you to the point where you will be successful. It will only get you a few steps. Free is not going to give you the background, the step-by-step. Free is going to give you the big picture. You need to do this to get to this. But what about all these steps along the way? Free is not going to do that. And if you think that free is the only way to go, I'm so sorry that you don't have a business. I mean, you really don't. You really don't. Right now, you have a hobby and you're trying a thing, as we say in Trinidad. You don't have a legit business. Because I'm all for investing your time and energy. But at some point, you're going to have to invest money if you want to see the growth in your business. And that's that, my friends. That's that. Yeah. And, 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 and that's true. You know, you can't um, rely on 
um, everything being free. As a matter of fact, the, the, the person who is actually coachable is the person who understands that if they, re- if they really want real transformation, it requires investment in self. So oh, your transformation is directly proportionate to the level of investment that you put into yourself. And you have to recognize that if you, if you always give yourself free things, things that are, I wouldn't say low in value, but you know, they, they're good enough, but they're not like amazing. You will only ever have a good enough outcome, right? You're not going to get yourself an amazing transformative outcome. You know, that is not going to happen for you. So somebody who is coachable understands that they need to be, their mind needs to be in a place where they are thinking transformation. They're not just thinking, well, maybe I could get this person to help me with this thing. Some people, as I, an analogy I like to use is that um, some folks need um, full-on surgery, but they're only willing to spend enough to get a band-aid, right? <laughs> and my God. there's, I mean, yeah. Yeah. you just need a surgeon to go in there to reset the bone, to put on a stent, you know, to, you know, to put some, some, some metal inside of there and make sure everything is set properly for you to walk again without broken leg. But you only have the capacity to put a band-aid on or to, you know, to wrap some goes on it or something like that you are not a doctor and no amount of youtube videos will show you how to perform surgery it does exactly. not make sense right it does not make sense so if you want if you really want to be able to transform you really do have to make the investment and somebody who is coachable understands that they have a mindset that is that is based on transformation rather than i'm looking for everything for free and i just want to add one thing to that statement People who are always looking for things for free will attract people who will only want freedom. And yes. that you, whatever you do and you put out there is going to come back to you twofold. So if you mm-hmm. feel like you're not moving forward and you feel like people are only coming to you and they don't want to spend money with you, it could be that that's what you're putting out there unwittingly. And people are just, you're just attracting the very thing that you are. I mean, I know um, this has, very little to do with the topic that we're talking about but I just felt it's very important to say that if you are willing to invest in yourself people are willing to invest in you yeah yeah it's as simple as that right you have to be there was there's a coach I have on my Facebook (laughs) there's a coach I have my Facebook and she always says in order to get high ticket you have to be high ticket Mm -mm, you can't want people I yeah, you, you you can't want people to pay you tons of money or any kind of money for your service when you're not willing to spend the same type of money to get something that you need. Yeah, it doesn't make, make any, any sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so I'm, it's flipping important. It. I'm flipping my hair, people. I know you can't see it, but I'm flipping my hair. Yeah, she's flipping her new hair. Her new my, hair. Ha- my new hair. Because that is just the best thing that I've ever heard. If you want, to, if you want high ticket, you have to be high ticket. If you want to make money, you have to spend money. If you want to be a magnet for success, you have to be successful. And one way to be successful is to invest in yourself. Yes, absolutely. Right. So that's how we know somebody is coachable because they're willing to make investments in self. Mm -hmm. Right. Our third verses. What do you think about this? So 
somebody who is not coachable oftentimes makes excuses to justify the gaps in their process. So even though they may be, they may spot, they may know that something is wrong. If somebody was to say, well, are you doing this? They're like, well, yes, I'm doing all of that. I did all of that already. When in truth and in fact, they probably did 1% of all of that, that they say that they, they have done. You know, yes, I talk to people today. How many people? Well, and they call some minuscule figure. Meanwhile, people are making hundreds of calls to people, you know, or well, I wanted to get my I wanted to get my publication out to so and so. How many how many outlets did you speak to? Well, I spoke to about two. That's not enough. That is not enough, right? But somebody will be like, yes. Somebody who's not coachable will be like, yes, I did that. When you know you didn't do that. You know you didn't do that. So guys, at the end of the day, you have to want it, right? You have to want it more than anybody else. So if it means that you have to constantly put yourself out there and then go and ask your coach, hey, I did this, I did that. Can you help me? I'm trying to figure out. Like, it can't just be as Jamila said, oh, you just need one call and that's your effort. No, guys, that doesn't work. Life doesn't work like that. That's not how all of this works. You have to be dedicated. You have to be persistent and you have to be very consistent with how you approach things and how you put yourself out there. And that is what being a coach, that's what having a coach sorry, is going to help you with. They're going to help you figure out what you need to do, what you need to say, and how you need to say it in order to get what it is that you need. And you have to be willing to put in the work 100% to make sure that you get the results that you want. Absolutely. Because somebody who is coachable is somebody who's willing to do the prescribed work without complaint. Because sometimes even when um, somebody who isn't coachable actually hires a coach and they are given a certain prescribed amount of work or different things to do they just find ways to avoid it they just don't do it or they don't follow up or they don't they don't do whatever they they need to do which ultimately results in a waste of money mm-hmm. right so they either they they're late for it they don't treat it with respect they just do anything that they want but somebody who's coachable is willing to do the prescribed work and they're not going to complain about it and whine about it and make it up problem oh my goodness they're just gonna get it done because they're looking for results get it done people get it done (laughs) (laughs) right okay so our fourth verse is your ego somebody who is not coachable that type of person their ego is blocking their progress they're allowing their ego to stand in the way of them receiving not just feedback but correction sometimes and also um even they so, um, oftentimes they find people like that have problems dealing with authority so yes. it's always a power struggle versus yes. like, who who has to call who well she has to call me or he has to call me or you know yes. it's always that person they lack humility and their ego is so big that it gets in the way of them making progress a non-coachable person the, the biggest thing on them when it should be their bank account it really is their ego how sad every time i hear the word ego i hear of the Beyonce, i think of the beyonce song i'm not going to sing it but oh my gosh this song because i i we have so much of that here in trinidad and tobago everybody yeah. is an expert 
and everybody feel they know. And then they bring in a coach or a consultant and the, the person is telling them, oh, you should do this and you do that. No, I'm not going to do this. So now why am I here? Why are we having this conversation? Why are you paying me? This happens regularly. Guys, mm -hmm. there is no place for ego in business. I am not saying that you shouldn't be full of yourself in terms of your business and knowing what you're worth and knowing what value you bring. But know when to humble thyself, right? And ask the question, you don't know everything. And if you're working with a coach, you're not working with an employee. You're working with a partner who's here to work together with you to help you reach your goals. And barking orders at them because you have director as a title is not the way to do it. Oh yeah, and absolutely. You know, you really, you really do have to kind of take stock of that because sometimes we may not even recognize that we have a big ego. And sometimes my ego gets the better of me as well. And I have to keep that in check. So somebody who actually is coachable actually checks their ego at the door. And when I say check your ego at the door, you are aware of the fact that this is a this is a this is a point at which you actually need to keep engaging and having that self-talk mm -hmm. right you need to sometimes talk yourself down and and, and you know what it's going to be uncomfortable it's, it's going to be um it's going to be hard for somebody who is used to taking charge doing things to be the one who has to actually sit sit down and be humble in the words of Kendrick Lamar. You're, I mean, you're already <laughs> going to have two, I know we make all these music references, but you know, it's just what it is, right? It's but you sometimes you really do have to eat that humble pie, right? I mean, I'm not saying the humble pie is going to taste good. I mean, it probably would be a really bitter, not tasting good humble pie, but it is what it is. And sometimes that is the requirement for us in order for us to move on. I'm not saying to... um torture yourself but i am saying that sometimes if you shift your perspective and you start looking at things from the point of view of you know i could really learn a lot from this person if i were if i were to just as you said carla surrender to the process and not allow myself to get in my own way and yeah. that's what your ego really does it, it it puts you in your own way and it, it it allows you to impede your own progress because you just don't have the humility to listen and to take the advice agreed totally yeah. agree right so if we want to be coachable or we need to check our egos be aware of it okay so you got a big ego like queen b i know that was a song that was a, that was a soundtrack of my life for a while right uh but the older you get and the more mature you get especially if you've been doing um in, in business for a while and you realize that you're stuck in the same cycle there is something that is happening yeah and you probably need to take a check as to what is going on because you couldn't as i said you can never do all the right all the right things and get the wrong result something yeah. is wrong in your process mm -hmm. so check that for sure right guys all right so my fifth uh versus battle is <laughs> you actually have a so this is the this is this is this is the symptom of somebody who is not coachable right so this person actually has a skewed mindset yeah. based on their history. And for some reason, they cannot, they don't seem to take stock of this or how this actually might affect the way that they do things. So these people might have had 
you know, unstable relationships in the past, whether it's intimate relationships, whether yeah. it's parental and, and child relationships, and that thing keeps manifesting in their lives and they don't really take stock or they lack um they lack a certain level of self-awareness yeah so that they keep sabotaging themselves and they, they keep asking themselves but how come this doesn't work for me right they don't really take stock of themselves yeah what do you say Carla oh my god yeah I um I know for a fact like for example relationships and money like for example if you have certain things that are passed on to you through your parents um habits that they have they've done that you've seen and for example i'm trying to remember there was there was a story that i heard of where this particular person um no matter how much money she made she never had like hundreds of thousands of dollars she would never have money and one of the things was she saw that her parents always spent money money was supposed to be spent so there was never any indication of saving for a quote-unquote rainy day. There was never any discussions about investments or anything like that. So no matter how much money she made, whether it's a dollar, whether it's a million dollars, and she actually made a million dollars in one of her launches, she always came back to zero. She was always borrowing money because she never had. And those are the things that Jamila was talking about where you lack self-awareness. There are things and there are habits that we pick up that we don't even realize that we do that manifest themselves. And we don't know why these things are happening. That's why we need a coach. A coach will be able to look at this with fresh eyes and say, okay, where did you pick up this habit? Why are you doing this? How is this always happening to you? Let's dig deep. Let's unroot what's going on with you and figure out where all of this came from because that skewed sense of reality is what is keeping you from your greatness. So definitely, I mean, I can attest, I have my own issues sitting down here. I'm no, I'm, I have my own issues. I remember when I first like started in business, being a black woman in a quote unquote white man's industry was a serious key fact for me. And I never used to put myself out there and never used to do videos, always afraid to speak. I'm, I always like, there was a problem. I had a problem with that. And I had to actually invest in a coach to dig because I just was keeping myself back. I just couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And the minute we realized what was going on with me, boom, 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 TV six, all of these things started happening to me because I realized that I picked up this story that I told myself and that story became reality. And I had that skewed sense that this was a white man's industry and I didn't belong. Stupid, right? But I was able to fix that. And that's what a lot of people need. They need to fix these stories that they told, these lies that they told themselves from however long in order to really be as successful as they need to be. Yeah, wow. And great, great story, Carla. And, and you know what? That's so true. There, and there are so many um, notions that people have about things that really hold them back. So you might have you might be a guy who has certain notions about women working yeah and that actually affects your work relationships and you don't realize that you can somehow you could never get what you need if you are working with women because you have that in your mind but because you lack the self-awareness to say you know what maybe this is there's maybe there's a level of toxicity here with the way i'm thinking about this and innately because of the way you regard women you treat them in a certain way and you never ever 
somehow find peace with them. And it's similar to somebody who may have a, a weird relationship with money. So you talked about um, the, the person you knew about who always spend, but what about people who never ever want to go after more because it's like, yeah. Ooh, I am a greedy person and I'm yeah. evil for wanting all this money. You know, they don't think about the, the possibilities and the things and the people they can actually help support because at some point in time, you can't spend money on yourself all the time, right? Your money will start to be something that is critical to help other people, your family mm-hmm. members, those less fortunate and that kind of thing. So all the money that you make isn't always only for you. And the more of it you make, the more people you could actually help and support. Now, I don't mean that you have to run an orphanage or that you have to like, <laughs> you know, um, run a charity and help every every other person that you meet. But think about the impact you can make, right? So going after more money isn't some sign of, some kind of sign that, you know, the devil is lurking or you have some sort of evil spirit on you. No, that's not the case. So there are lots of us who have these um, beliefs, yeah. uh, I suppose, limited beliefs about things in our life. Um, that is stopping us from making the progress. But somebody who is coachable has a deep sense of self-awareness and they take stock of the things that may be impacting them and they actually track the patterns in their life. So you may not necessarily know why something is happening, but you track the patterns. Am I somebody who always gives up when things become too difficult? Am I somebody who has um, issues related to the opposite gender? Mm -hmm. Am I somebody who... Um, can never seem to keep money am I somebody who avoids difficult conversations because they just make me feel uncomfortable and I avoid I avoid conflict am I somebody who um, you know you ask yourself these questions you need to start tracking the patterns in your behavior because sometimes those are the the nexus of a lot of the things that we experience and why we can't make progress in certain areas and why we can't seem to get past a certain point with certain things and only until you put yourself in a place to accept that there may be things that you need to correct in order for you to move yeah. forward would you be ready and willing to accept a coach because if you can't see it a coach will and if your mind is not open to hearing that there's a possibility that you know you may have something going on with yourself that you actually need to address in order for you to make a change you're not ready for a coach and because no progress will ever be made because you will never yeah. listen to them yeah, I think mm-hmm. what happens with, um, with, especially with this limiting self-belief is that we tell ourselves these stories and for some reason, we start to see the things that we've told ourselves. So for example, if you're a person that, um, you know, your parents were divorced and you tell yourself that, you know, marriage is not, marriages won't work. You typically see marriages that won't work over time. You will see more divorces and you will see happy couples, right? But you know, deep down inside, you want to be married. You want to be with someone. And there is a disconnect. There's a disconnect between what you see and what you feel. That's the self-awareness that Jamila is talking about. That's how you know that you're coachable because you, you, you know what you know, but, what, but also what you're seeing is not right. And you feel it. You feel it in your head, in your heart, in your stomach, somewhere. You feel that. And then you say, you know what? Something is wrong with me. I definitely need to take stock of myself and figure out what is this thing that's keeping me back. You know it's something, but you just don't know what that something is. That's the moment that you know that you're coachable. Yeah, and that's that's so true. And 
you know what as much as we would have highlighted these five points there are so many other ways you could know yeah. whether or not you're coachable because but of course a podcast episode wouldn't allow us to explore every single thing and more things come up every day people discover more things but i think the key here is um putting yourself in a place mentally to to be ready to receive and act upon change because mm-hmm. change is one of the most difficult things people love feeling comfortable people hate to feel uncomfortable they don't like their status quo being challenged but the only the people who actually challenge those status quos if that's a thing <laughs> um will actually make the progress because as i said if you're doing the right thing you're bound to get the right results so there's no way you could be doing the right thing and get the wrong result therefore there must be something wrong in what you're doing mm-hmm. right so it's so critical that you take stock of that and be aware that something just need to change yeah right and if you've been doing something and I, you know what's another sign let me drop in a bonus sign here to, to know whether or not you're coachable you've been hiring coach after coach after coach and somehow and something is wrong yeah. with all of them yeah nope nope, nope. you are the common denominator exactly and you need mm-hmm. to accept that Check yourself, baby. Mm-hmm. Check yourself. You are not, you can never be hiring people, person after person after person, and nobody works out ever. I think that, I mean, you can have one, one bad experience. Nothing is wrong with that. Maybe even two if you push it, but anything beyond that becomes, start to become yeah. problematic. And you have to be, again, and that brings me back to point number five, you have to be self-aware of your behavior, mm-hmm. right? You have to be somebody who's mature, somebody who's coachable, somebody who can actually adapt and change is somebody who is self-aware. They know how they can be, therefore they know how not to be that person, mm-hmm. right? They know when they're being that person so they could pull it back, they could draw it back in, they could dial it, they could reel it in, you know, like maybe I'm doing too much right now. Let me just kind of reel this back and control myself. But when you are somebody who lacks that level of awareness, it becomes extremely difficult, not just for the coach, because they might be confused, but for you too, because you're wondering, why can't I get the results? Yeah. Because there's something wrong with you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's what it is. (laughs) I mean, it sounds harsh, but it's true. But it's true. It's true. I mean, if you're the common denominator, then the problem is you and you need to fix yourself yeah that's what i'm saying you know that is what i am saying and you know what if you feel if you feel as though a coach is not giving you the support that you need assess the situation assess whether or not ask yourself the questions am i doing everything that they asked me to do am i getting the feedback am i getting the correct feedback are these is this coach actually keeping their promises to me are they meeting me on time are they showing up for the appointments are they um giving me um frameworks to use are they actually dealing with the actual problem you know so sometimes sometimes a coach may be selling you a dream they may not always be all that they cracked up to be but before you write them off ask yourself if they are supposed if they are checking all the boxes they're supposed to and then perhaps inquire as to somebody else's experience with a coach and what the experience is like to know whether or not things are matching up as they should and if they're not, then you definitely know that that coach is, um, uh, is a notch. <laughs> no, yeah. right. So, um, yeah, so that's something definitely to keep in mind as well. Right. So any final words, Carla, on this, this here episode? Actually, no. <laughs> Seriously, guys, we have, um, covered a couple, um, you know, ways to self-diagnose you know, are you coachable? And we may have missed off a few. 
And if you have any, you know, if you want to add to this conversation, if you want to, you know, explore what it is what they're talking about, we have our Facebook page, Shut Up and Listen to the Podcast on Facebook, where we can continue the conversation. What are some of the ways that you think that, you know, you can realize if you are coachable or not? And if you, again, if you want to expand on any of the points that you have, or you want to share any stories, you are free to do so. Just head over to Facebook and it's Shut Up and Listen, the podcast. And yeah, leave your comments and we will definitely keep the conversation going. Yeah. So guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. And um, we hope that when you are ready for a coach, you know where to find to work best. Yes and um we wish you all the best this week as you go out and do your thing whatever that thing is and remember self-awareness is your biggest friend it is your biggest friend you will discover so many things when you look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself am i really being my best right you discover so many things about yourself so guys again thanks for listening please connect with us on social media quite apart from shut up and listen connect with carla carla williams johnson on instagram on linkedin on facebook myself jamila bannister instagram facebook no linkedin facebook and jb branding on instagram Maybe branding is on Instagram, right? Some sorry, it's a lot of social media to remember. Yeah. All right, guys. Again, thanks so much for, for for tuning in, and don't forget to always shut up and listen. Bye, guys. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Have a good one. You have just been enlightened and entertained by Jamila Bannister and Carla Johnson on the Shut Up and Listen podcast. We expect that you will be listening next week. To keep up with us while you wait, connect with me, Jamila, on social media by searching J Bannister Branding on Facebook, JB Branding on Instagram, or Jamila Bannister on LinkedIn. To keep up with Carla, search for Carly Media on Facebook and Instagram or Carla Williams-Johnson on LinkedIn.